In Psalms 101, turn with me or click on your device too. Psalms 101, I'm going to just read verse 2 and then later on touch on some of the other verses there in Psalms 101. I didn't know, it was a part of a message that I preached years ago and God put it on my heart today and, and I kind of rearranged some things and, and I just really felt to entitle this today, As for My House, As for My House, Amen. Psalms 101. Verse 2, I'm going to read out of the Living, and it's amazing what it says in the King James, but I'm going to read out of the Living Bible. And it says this, I will try to walk a blameless path, but how I need your help, God, especially in my own home where I long to act as I should. Amen. How many know we need the Lord in our home? Amen. And I don't know about you, but we need, more than ever, we need fathers of integrity. We need fathers that are going to really lead their home and lead their house and their household. And even if their children aren't um, in their home, but they're going to be leading their house. Amen. I want to thank the Lord for all the dads today. I want to thank the Lord for you as a dad, if you're a single dad, if you're um, perhaps a stepdad and you've really had a uh, really did came into a situation where you had a lot of challenges there. Maybe you were an adopted father or a foster parent. I want to just say, man, God bless you. And uh, we're so thankful for you. So thankful for your love and dedication. And uh, how many just love that about dads that and really commit themselves to the integrity of a father? I, I just really admire that and I honor that today. Um, and some uh, men are put in some difficult situations, but they know how to seek the Lord. They know how to look to the Lord. They know how to say, God, I need your help. Amen. How many know we can't do it on our own? We need the Lord. Amen. And as a, I believe there's no other greater strength that a father can have than to call out to the Lord for help. And David does that here, and he calls out to the Lord, and he says, I want to live a life of integrity, especially in my home, but God, I need your help. How many know we need God's help? In our homes today, amen, in our culture, we need God's help and we need God's help in our homes. David asked for help, um, you'll see and you read this, he asked for help in his heart, he asked for help in his home, and then he asked for help in his community. And he knows that it's not just about his life, he knows that it, his life impacts so many people. And then it's not just about his family and how his family uh, is really kind of uh, together, but it's his community and those around him. He understands that, man, it's, it's really about how uh, my life impacts so many other people. That's what David's talking about here. And he says, Lord, I need your help, especially in my home. How many fathers have prayed that recently? Lord, I need your help in my home. I need your help in my marriage. I need uh, your help. And you know, whether you're single or whether you're married, as a father, um, you know, or whether you're raising kids by yourself or, or you, you have that support and you have the teamwork, uh, you know, I believe that the Lord wants us to ask for his help. And so I want to look at a couple things in this scripture um, and uh, really about this whole verse, but the scripture um, about how God really wants us to make our house a home. Amen. As fathers. And so, first of all, I believe that we, we ask for God's help in our home. And God, I ask for your help in my home today. There's an old saying that says, home is where the heart is, but your house isn't a home until someone leads the way in dedication. Somebody's got to lead the way in being dedicated to making that house a home. Can you say amen? And we need fathers who are going to be dedicate themselves and dedicate their time and, and really their life to really not just paying the bills, not just showing up, not just sleeping there and eating there and, and being with a woman that has kids, but being a father. Come on, somebody. 
being a father and being someone that really makes that house a home. We say that a lot about moms, but how many know dads are instructed to build a home? Amen. The Bible says that a wise woman builds her house. But how many know a wise man builds his house? A wise father builds his house as well. And so we need someone who's going to lead the way in dedication. And especially for a believer, especially for a Christian. Uh, you know, it's amazing that we, we look at the scriptures and the Bible points to us that we really need to dedicate our home to him first. How many of you know it's important to dedicate your home to the Lord first? And that's what David says here. He says, I, I want to walk in integrity. I want to be an integral father. I want to be an integral man. But I need you in my home, Lord, and I'm going to ask for help. And so we ask for help from the Lord in our homes. Amen. I love this scripture in Joshua chapter 24. In this scripture alone, we could have preached a, a slew of Father's Day messages just out of this scripture. We find Joshua in a place where now he's been a leader for um, many years and he's, he's raised some children and he's, he's really learned to be a, a leader and he's lead, learned to be a leader not just in the nation of Israel but in his home. And God has really brought him a long way. And they've crossed the, Jer uh, the Jordan and they've, and, and they've gone into Jericho and they've done some amazing things. But there was a time in their culture in, in, that, in the nation of Israel that um, some people wanted to kind of serve the gods that they had before. They crossed over the Jordan that they had back before back in the day and they wanted to go back to old religious tradition and they wanted to go back and serve the gods of their forefathers. And then there was a, a part of the crowd of the, of the nation that really wanted to serve uh, and mix the culture and we wanted to kind of like more, make it more relevant and so let's mix um, some of our, 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 our principles and let's mix it into the Amorites and do what they're doing and kind of mix it together. And Joshua had to make a decision and he stood up and he said, now whether you want to do that or you, you, whether you want to go back to the past or whether you want to uh, mix you know, the culture today, he goes, that's your decision. But for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. I mean, what a dedication, what a, what a declaration from a father, amen, to say for me and my house in this culture, right now in the temperature of this culture, we're going to serve the Lord. How many know we need fathers like that today? Amen. We need Christian fathers and strong fathers. They're going to stand up and say, in our day, in our generation, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Amen. How many want to be one of those fathers? Amen. And it doesn't matter how old you are, how old your kids are, you can still say that today. You can still lead the way in dedication in leading your house towards the things of the Lord. You know, Jesus said that he's going to build the church. And, you know, Jesus talked about the church and he went back and forth. And, and at one point, Jesus said, my house shall be called a house of prayer. How many know that when the Holy Ghost came, it filled a house? It filled a temple. The Bible says we are that house. We are that dwelling place. We are that temple. And Jesus said that about us. I don't know what you're going to do, whether you're going to go into religious tradition or uh, get involved in some kind of mixture of the culture. But for my church, for my house, amen, we're going to do what's right. Amen. We're going to follow God's principles. I, and, and that's the way I feel today about uh, being a dad. I feel that way in my heart. That as for me in my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Amen. Amen. I like this thing. There's three things that Joshua focused on. Number one, he said, as for me. As for me. Sometimes we skip over that. And he just said it right there. He said, as for me. I don't know what anybody else is doing. I don't know what my neighbors are doing. I don't know what my family's doing. I don't know what the government's going to... I don't know what anybody else is going to do. But as for me, 
I'm, I'm making a stand today. That, that's what a father does. He constantly comes back to a, a mooring of principle and he says, look, as for me, this is what I'm going to do. And then the second thing he says, as my house. How many know as a father sometimes we say, well, you know, my wife's doing such a great job with the kids. And I mean, she really leads the way spiritually and she's homeschooling. She's doing this, doing that. and She shows up to every sporting event. I mean, she's really leading the way. But, you know, as a father, you got to say my house, too. Amen. I'm not just a guy that pays the bills and sleeps here. It's my house. How many know as a father, sometimes you've got to say that. How many have ever said that as a dad? This is my house and I don't want muddy shoes in my house. Right? That's my walls. Don't put holes in my walls. <laughs> this is my house. Amen. And we've got to have that heart, don't we, as fathers? We've got to say, as for me and my house, and then I love the third thing, we will. <laughs> Not just I will, we will. All of us are coming together. All of us are going to do this together. Amen. Right? And so he's saying it, we're going to go God's way. We're going to do it God's way. And so this is what it takes. It takes determination as a father, to say these things. It takes a decision, and it takes dedication to stick with that decision. It takes those choices and that commitment. You know, if you read this chapter, um, Psalms 101, if you go into even to verse 8, in just those eight verses, uh, you'll see that he says, I will, 12 times. I will do this. I don't just want to be a, a, you know, a good man or a, a, father, a father of integrity. I, w- I will be a father of integrity. I mean, it takes a father that's going to say, I will. I will be faithful to this marriage. I will stay committed to these children. I will lay my life down. I will work hard. Come on. I will do what I need to do to to provide for this family. Come on, somebody. I'm not going to walk out. I will stay. (laughs) I mean, we need some fathers to say, I'm staying no matter what. Hello, somebody. Amen. Maybe that wasn't your situation, but for some of you, you, you've had to say that. I'm staying. You can't get rid of me. I'm going to stay. I'm going to go through this situation. You remember those vows that we took at the altar, and we said, no matter what, I'm going to keep this promise. Amen. How many know after 25, 35, 50 years later, you're still saying, I will? (laughs) Amen. Hallelujah. And so it's not just asking the Lord for help is what we see, what we need to do. We need to ask God for help in our home. Lord, help me in this house. Lord, help me be the father. Help me be the dad. Help me be, Lord, a, a mentor. Help me be, Lord, the example. I may be just a, a, a kind of just a, a, a guidance or a, a mentor in this home or whatever, but Lord, help me. Help me be the father that I need to be. Help me be, Lord, that, that um, champion, that hero that I need to be to these kids. Amen. Amen. And the second thing he says, and, and I love this, and it says not just asking the Lord for help, but he's saying, my home needs help. <laughs> my home needs help. You know, this is why we ask God to help us in our home, because there's people in your home that need your help. Can you say amen, right? As a father, there's people that you understand, your, your spouse needs your help, your kids, your community, people need your help. Amen. And it's not just, well, I don't really do much. I'm just, you know, I just, I, I'm just this and I just do that. And I don't really do much in the, in the house. And, and I'm just in the background. That's okay. People need your help. Amen. Amen. People sometimes just need you to be that stability. Some people just need you. Your children just need you to be that faithful one. They're there every time, you know, they, they're there. They see you there or whatever. Come on. You're, you're in every family picture. That means a lot to some kids. Amen. Right? So my home needs my help. 
That's what David said. Lord, I, I want to walk in an, a blameless path and in integrity because there's people in my home that need my help. Amen. Some of you have grandchildren. They need your help. <laughs> Come on, they need your help. Some of you are raising grandchildren uh, for, because of the situations in your family. Amen. They need somebody needs your help, right? That's why I ask the Lord for help because there's people that need my help. In Ephesians chapter 6, verse 4, he's directly talking to the fathers and he's saying that you need to bring your children up in the discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord. People need your help. You've got to help people. They don't know uh, better for themselves. You can't just let children go on their own. They won't figure it out on their own. They need somebody to help them. Come on, they, they won't just figure it out. Today, our, our people are telling our kids that if you feel like you're a cat and you identify as a cat, now you can be a cat. Listen, they need a father who said, you're not a cat. You're a man, you're a woman, and that's who you need to be. Come on, somebody, amen. They need your help. They need the discipline and instruction of the Lord. They need guidance. They need instruction. They've got to hear from you. They need your help, Amen. And I like this, this quote I thought about is, how I treat my family says everything about who I am and how much I love God. How I treat my family is how much it says I love God. I've talked to a lot of fathers that say, well, I love God, I love God, but they don't want to be faithful to their children. They don't want to be faithful in their marriage. They don't want to stay home. They want to run around and, and still be 15 at 50 years old. <laughs> I mean, no, that's embarrassing. And it's damaging as well. And so... You know, how you treat your family says a lot about who you are and, and, and how much you love the Lord. And so your, your house reflects you as the Father. It reflects who you are. And it, it can be a comfort zone. It can be a war zone. It, whatever, whatever it just, it's, it's up to you. Amen? Let me just quickly give you ten things your kids need to know, but they probably won't tell you. All right? Ten things your kids need to know. How many know your kids need you? All right? So here's ten things that your kids need. They probably won't tell you. Your kids need to know that your marriage is to take priority over them. Your kids need to see you live out your faith, not just talk about it. Your kids need a life without constant connection to technology. Your kids need um, you know, parents who are not drowning in their career. <laughs> Amen. Your, your kids need encouragement. They need you to encourage them more than you correct them. Your kids need to know life isn't fair. <laughs> Amen. Your kids need to say no and protect their boundaries. They need you to say that. They need you to say no sometimes and protect their boundaries. Your kids need to help them become the man or woman they were created to be, not who you want them to be and who the culture wants them to be. Your kids need you to talk about sex and other hard topics early and often. It needs to come from you. And your kids need you to pray for them, pray with them, and pray over them. Amen. How many know your kids need you? Amen. And I don't care how old they are and if they've left the house, I, I think your kids still need you. And so you're needed as a father. Amen. And then thirdly, we look at the heart of integrity. This is what David calls out for. He says, Lord, I want to walk a blameless path. I want to be a man of integrity. He said, and where does he, where does he focus his integrity? In his house, in my home, with my family, in front of my kids. That's where it's important. Not many people put their, their a show on in church. I want to put a good show on at, at the workplace. I want to put a good show on in front of this person or that person. And sometimes they don't put a good show on in front of their kids. <laughs> but how many know your kids really see the real you? They really know who you really are. And that's, who, that's where we need to be uh, men of integrity and fathers of integrity and people of integrity is in our home. That's what David's saying 
And as you read the, the next few verses, you find out that it's not just one phrase that he says. This is the theme throughout this whole prayer that he's saying to the Lord. This, this great need that he's asking, this need of integrity. He's saying, I need it in my home. One of the things that I realize is that I read these verses about integrity as we go into it. And I realize that um, really it has to start in our hearts first. Integrity isn't something that you can just read in a book, okay, I'll get that, I'll get character, amen, but how many know it starts in our heart first? It, integrity starts in your heart, and, and, then, and then second, it's in your home, amen. People want to be the most, you know, I want to be the most successful person at work, but how many know, be the most successful at home first, amen. I want to be the most successful, to, uh, this person, that, but how many know, you need to be the most successful in your marriage, be the most successful at home, that's important, amen. Can you say Amen. And so I want to just say this, that your integrity protects and builds your home. Your integrity actually protects your family. Did you know that? It doesn't make you look good. It protects your family. Kids are watching. Kids are protected. There is faith that is built in the hearts of your children because of your integrity. You may not think they see it, but they see it. Maybe it's years down the road they see it, but they'll see it. Amen? And so your integrity protects and builds your home. And I believe that you need to protect your heart and therefore you'll protect your home. When you protect your heart, as the Bible says, you'll protect your home. And when you build your heart, you'll build your home. When you build your heart in the Lord and you strengthen your heart in the things of God, you begin to build your home. You may not know everything about being a father, but when you really walk before the Lord, He begins to teach you how to be a father. Come on somebody, amen. And there's just something about it when you follow the word of the Lord and when you follow the principles of God. There's just something about it. You don't have to be very educated. But there's something that you began to teach your children. How many know the things that you teach your children are the greatest things that, that anybody could ever learn? Amen. And that's the greatest thing you could ever do is teach your children something good. Teach them something about the Lord. That's our goal. Amen. Amen. In verse 3, I'm just going to go through this quickly and we're going to close, but a heart of integrity. David goes on to pray this prayer and he, and he begins to declare these things before the Lord. Remember, it takes dedication and it takes decision and it takes um, you know, that dedication to that and that determination. But he then says, and, he, and I'm just going to paraphrase a few of these. In verse 3, he says two things. He says, I will be careful with what I view, what I'm watching, what I'm looking at. But also, I believe it's not just what you're looking at, what you're viewing. It's, what, it's how you see things. It's your perspective. It's your viewpoint. Come on, it's your vision. You need a vision as a father. And your vision needs to be clear in your home. And your vision about the Lord needs to be clear. If you're confused about how you feel about the Lord, you'll be confused in how to raise your kids. <laughs> Amen? What to, what to do, what to say. But also, of course, we know he's talking about, he says as the King James, I don't want to see anything that's vulgar or perverse. That's what he says. And so it's be careful of what you view. You, what you allow in your home, it begins to take root in your heart. Amen is what he's, what he's saying. And he teaches that. The Bible teaches us that. But in the second half of verse 3, he goes on to say, I don't want to be involved with anything crooked, anything shady, or anything illegal. How many know more dads need to have that heart? I don't want to get involved with anything crooked. I don't want to get involved with anything that's illegal. I'm a father now. I don't want to do that. Come on, somebody. Amen. I'm not 16, I'm not 17, I'm not, you know, it's not, it's not cool anymore, amen. I've got a family to provide for. I've got a family to look after, amen. And I don't care what I have to do, I'm not going to get involved with it. 
I don't care how I have to look, sound, whatever. Maybe I might be the only oddball in my whole family, but I'm not going to do anything shady. I'm not going to do anything crooked. Amen. Amen. That's what he's saying. Because I want to be a man of integrity. That's what he's saying. I want to avoid, this is what David said, I want to avoid faithless men. Man, I'm going to avoid those kind of people. That's what he said. In verse 4, I will reject wrong concepts, backward thinking, bad ideas, and any selfish thoughts. I don't want anything to do with what's not right in God's view. That's, that's a pretty strong statement, isn't it? That's pretty strong. That, that sounds like a father talking. That doesn't sound like a, a young man that just kind of doesn't know what he's talking about is an experience in life. This sounds like a father talking. Amen. This sounds like someone that wants to be a man of integrity that knows, hey, look, I got people at home that I need to help. I've got people at home that I need help with, God. And I, I don't want God to be on the outskirts of my home. I want Him to be right in the center of my home. That's who is talking right now. Someone like that. And then he goes on in verse 5. I will not tolerate people who slander their neighbors. Oh my goodness. You want to talk about harsh. I mean, this, David's saying, I'm not even going to put up with people like that. Who slander their neighbors. I, I won't tolerate or permit conceit and pride. Outside my house. Now he's just going inside of his house. Now he's saying outside my house. Read the scripture. He said from my neighbors. I mean nobody's allowed in my house if they're going to be conceited and prideful. That's pretty harsh. Can you imagine going in David's house and their sign said if you're arrogant walk out. <laughs> Leave right now. Wow. Oh my goodness. And we'd be like uh, I hope I'm humble today David because I'm really hungry. Anyways. Verse 6 says, I'm going to hang out with people with integrity and character. And I'm going to allow them to influence me and minister to me. The faithful, the godly, the integral people will be my, in my house. That's what he says. Isn't that amazing? Those are the kind of people that I'm going to have over. Those are the kind of people that are, my kids are going to see me hanging out with and fellowshipping with and having dinner with. He said this, I can't allow, in verse 7, I can't allow liars and deceivers to live in my house. I just can't put up. I can't. I can't do it. I'm not going to allow liars and deceivers to live in my house. I mean, he's talking about his friendships, those who influence him, and, and those who are close to him. That's what he's talking about. I mean, that's a father, isn't it, to make that kind of choice, to make that declaration. But, you know, I just wanted to say this. It's one thing to reach out and show mercy to needy people, but it's another thing to enable and in, be influenced by wrong people. And that's what he's saying. He's going to help the poor. He's going to help the strangers. He's going to help those that are broken and needy. But those that have come in his house that are going to, you know, willfully trying to influence him to go another way, be irresponsible, chase after other women, I don't want anything to do with them. I'm not going to allow people like that in my house. I'm not going to allow people in my house who talk bad about their neighbors. Because I love my neighbors and I don't want to talk bad about them. Think about it. Man, that's a father, isn't it? That's a father speaking about, isn't it? Amen. And that's what he's saying. I love that. And then in verse 8, listen to this. My daily task will be to root out troublemakers and free the city of God from their grip. Man, you want to talk about a crime watch, a neighborhood crime watch. You remember those? Amen, McGruff or whatever that dog, take a bite out of crime, I guess it was. You know, I mean, think about it. I mean, this, now he goes from in his house, outside of his house, to his city, to his community. He begins to say, look, I'm going to get involved in other people's lives. I'm going to get involved in my community. I'm going to get involved in my city. In fact, I'm, not, I'm going to look out for troublemakers. And if anybody comes down the street that looks like trouble to me, we're going to have a conversation. Because I don't, I don't want any troublemakers in my neighborhood. Because I want this neighborhood to be where fathers can bloom and families can go and kids can run around. And, and there's going to be peace and joy. Come on, somebody. This is the true father speaking. And he's saying, look. 
As for me and my house and my neighborhood, my city, we're going to serve the Lord. That, that's the heart of a father, isn't it? I love that. My daily task is to root out troublemakers. I love that. I'm not going to be one of the troublemakers. I'm not going to be one of the guys cruising around late at night. Come on, in the dark. I'm going to be the ones that turn out the light and tell everybody to go to bed. Amen. Wake up early and, and do some chores. Amen. That's, that's the kind of dad I want to be. Think about it. He's going to his city and his community and his area and and there's just this influence. He's an active member and he's an active participant in the lives of other people. This is what he's talking about. He's also talking about the church community. I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to really, I'm not going to allow other people to, to talk about other people in my church. I'm not, I'm not going to just watch people in my church go through a hard time. I'm going to get involved. I'm not just going to, you know, say, oh, God bless you. I'll pray for you. I'm going to knock on their house and see what they need. I'm going to get involved. I'm going to be an active member. I'm going to be someone that just really becomes responsible. And so he says, I'm going to have integrity in my vision, my thoughts, my words, my ethics, my, uh, my, my relationships, my community. I'm going, to, I'm going to work hard. I'm going to be right. I'm going to do right. That's what he's saying. And so any father who asks the Lord to help him with his character at home will see God work in his family. Any father that says, Lord, help me in my home. Help me have integrity in my home. That's where I need you the most. How many know God's going to work in his family? God's, gonna, God's hand is going to be provided. God's going to work in such a way. God's going to do miracles. I believe God, amen, will even, if he has to split the sea for those kind of guys, amen. For those kind of fathers that say, Lord, I want to be a man of integrity. I want to I love my wife. I want to stay faithful to her. I want to raise my kids. I want to be there for them. And I want to do whatever I need to do as a father. How many know God's going to move on his behalf? God's going to hear prayers, amen, from people like that. God's going to move and say, you know what, amen, the things you've been praying about, the struggling over, I'm going to get you over that hump. I'm going to give you the victory. I'm going to bring the breakthrough. I'm going to bring the blessing, amen. God hears those kind of prayers. And so it's not just in my heart, it's in my home, and it's in my community that I want the Lord to move. And I want to say, as for my house, we're going to serve the Lord. How many believe that with all your heart today as a father, amen? Can we stand on our feet? Amen. I wonder if we can just today, if we can just in closing, uh, I just really want to pray for all the fathers today. I want to bless all the fathers today and pray over the homes. And, and uh, you know, we live in such a challenging time, don't we? And I think, you know, sometimes I preach this message and I feel good about it. And I think, oh, wow, but I mean, you know, we got a mess out there. <laughs> we got a mess out there. But please, I, I want to just encourage you, don't just drive by people. Don't go walk by people and just say, wow, too bad for them. What a mess. Let your heart go out and say, Lord, I, I pray that they would become a father. I pray that you would heal their family. I pray that, Lord, that those uh, incarcerated fathers today, Lord, would be moved upon, that you would love them and bring security and comfort to their hearts today. They're away from their families. Come on, we, we need to have concern in our hearts and not just say, Man, uh, I, I don't have anything to do with that. Amen. But today we want to pray for all the fathers and we want to pray for all the families today. But you know how many know as a father today in this room or if you're listening, I want to say in my heart that I want that determination. Amen. To say, as for me and my, my house, we're going to serve the Lord. I want that decision-making power. I want that dedication to stick with those decisions and say, you know what? We're going to serve the Lord. We're going to serve God. It's going to be in my home. It's going to be in my heart. It's going to be in my community and my neighborhood. Whatever, whatever I can do to reach the people around me, but I'm going to start in my home first. Amen. And we're just going to cry out to the Lord and say, Lord, as for my house, for me and my house today, Lord, we're going to serve you. 
Amen. And whatever I can do to change and bless other people and young people coming on who don't have dads and those around me who I know that their, their lives are a mess. Lord, I want to be. Amen. That Father, like jo- jo- Joshua said, as for me and my house, those who I know, those who I have influence over, we're going to serve the Lord. Amen. Come on, let's pray. Father, we just bless you today. And we bless you as our Father, Lord. We recognize and honor you, Lord, and bless your name that you are our Heavenly Father, Lord. We thank you that you have given us so much. We are so thankful for what you have given us. And you have, Lord, we don't deserve it, but you've done it. You're just such a loving Father, a gracious Father. Lord, you're gentle, you're kind, Lord, and long-suffering with us, so patient with us. You're a good Father, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that the character... Lord, and the nature of God would dwell in us today big. Lord, it would live large in us as fathers and as men. We would say that we would want that integrity. We want that faithfulness, that gentleness, that kindness, that long-suffering towards our family and towards our wives and towards our kids, Lord, and those that we have influence over and those uh, relatives, Lord, and whoever that we have that power to influence, Lord, I pray that we would show that father nature to those today. I pray, Lord, for all the marriages in here, Lord, that are represented here, those that are listening online and those that are here. Lord, I bless them in the name of Jesus. I pray, Lord, for that strength in their marriage, that strength and they go through difficult times, the peace that passes all understanding, the joy in their home. Lord, I pray, Lord, in Jesus' name that you would cause, Lord, marriage relationships to flourish and bloom and grow. Lord, that they would impact their home and their kids, Lord, would look at that and say, wow, what integrity, what godliness, that's what I want. I pray, Lord, for all the young people and the children here that you would bless them, Lord. Bless their heart. Bless, Lord, the knowledge of God in their life, Lord. Let it increase. Let, I pray that you would bring security into their heart and their home, Lord, that they would just say, I want to know God at a young age and serve him for the rest of my life. And we pray, Lord, that, Lord, against the culture, against the grain of the culture, we pray, Lord, for fathers of integrity, men and women who will be men and who will be women, those who created, created us to be after the nature and image of God. I pray, Lord, today we would leave this house, this house and this church and say, I want to be that father we talked about today. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. We thank you, Lord. We just bless everyone here. We ask the richest blessing on their home and whatever they do today in the name of Jesus. And everybody said amen Amen and amen. God bless you. We're going to be taking pictures outside there uh, with the fathers. And we have a little gift for the dads today as you leave. Just a little something to let you know we love you and appreciate